Hi, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the Noir and Note podcast. Disclaimer, none of the comments or opinions expressed in this podcast are meant to trigger, offend, or discredit anyone from any race, gender, creed, or sexual orientation. This podcast is primarily focused on sharing my personal thoughts and experiences with a few dashes of comic relief. Thank you. Those ghouls, gals, non binaries, and everything in between. My name is Janine. You're listening to Noir Nope. Thanks so much for listening. Coming, I was about to say, coming out. Y'all are sitting on your gosh darn couches, probably with holy boxers or draws. What am I talking about? Anyways, thanks so much for listening. Um, it's been a week, it's been a weird week in regards to news. But I hope you all are having a great Women's History Month. You know, I'm doing some things um, in regards to Women's History Month that you won't be able to see because they're mostly work-related and on my Instagram. So I hope you all are having a great Women's History Month and at least taking this time to learn more about how women have shaped the world. I know there's a lot of things going on in regards to our rights, reproductive or anything else that will make you believe that people don't give a shit about women and a lot of you don't especially your you lawmakers y'all want to be up in somebody's uterus so bad it's pathetic but i say all that to say i just need women out here to be strong to know you're worthy to know you're valued and we get shit done so like don't trip hopefully uh well hopefully history doesn't repeat itself in many ways but hopefully history is all about the women so happy 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 women's history month to y'all um shout out to the braxton family um sadly as i'm recording this we got word that tracy braxton eldest of the braxton sisters has passed away from cancer didn't even know she was sick but I always liked her if you ever watched Braxton Family Values I watched it on and off throughout the years she was all she always gave me the impression that she was like the sweetest of the sisters you know Uh, and she was one of the ones that can always get tomorrow together like snatch tomorrow's edges and just let her know this is not what we doing out here um and that's what I really liked about her because yeah she's the oldest so you know she has that hold and unfortunately um she's no longer with us my thoughts and prayers go out to the sisters even though they always were in a tussle with one another they were always so close and I know they're really feeling it right now so shout out to them Uh, mama Braxton uh, her kid her husband it cannot be easy she was only 50 years old so uh, my thoughts and prayers go out to the family may she rest in peace uh hope oh these freaking kids they don't have to wear masks anymore thanks eric andrews you awful awful you um it's just it's just giving another another outbreak it's giving another quarantine that's what it's giving and i think it's weird that everybody's kind of hush hush on covid 
and now we're just talking about a freaking war that truth be told i try to just tune myself out of it because it's just like what else what else that we're quarantined and fucking recessioned and i just realized the generation that I'm, I'm in has lived through so fucking much a freaking lockdown quarantine covid possibly world war three freaking ugh, it's just too much it's heartbreaking and it's stressing me the hell out so yeah oh this has nothing to do with anything but speaking of stress uh we had some like weird weather the last couple of days and it's just been on some real windy type shit like last night i'm pretty sure i heard a trash can just lift up and just blow probably across the street um but it was windy 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 yesterday to the point where i almost like ducked into i actually did duck into the post office and was like let me let me get my bearings together before i had to walk home from the subway but when i was coming out the subway i turned the corner i was really contemplating taking the bus but i was like eh i should have but i didn't and i'm walking and i see these two girls and all of a sudden this big gust of wind came out of nowhere this girl was holding a slice of pizza and that slice of pizza just flew out her hand and onto the curb and she was like no you know how something happens to you and you're so mad that you can't even say anything you can't even curse anybody out you can't just you just go silent you just go freaking gray rock and that's what happened as soon as she did that no she just turned around and walked down the block and her friend you know you know her friend was talking shit too because her friend i was walking behind them and i couldn't hear them they were too far for me to hear and she was just like talking to her and smirking and the girl was just like walking like a soldier straight eyes straight ahead silent and child i've been there when you're looking forward to something for so long and it looked like a slice of pepperoni pizza like if you're from new york city or any of those cities that do pizza good so i don't know any other city that does pizza good like new york city sorry um, but when you get like a slice and it was a big slice too because there's a spot on the corner that sells like these huge slices but when you get a slice and all you want is that slice especially when I used to eat pork that slice of pepperoni was crucial and I'm talking about the thin pizza like the pizzeria pizza not like Domino's or anything like that but that thin oh it's just hard to describe but because it's just thin it's crispy it's cheesy and you've just been dying for that all day and then for that to just happen and you know what I also felt bad because for some strange reason this hit me when it happened or as it was happening maybe it was like one of those situations where not only were you dying for that pizza all day that's all you could afford like that one piece of pizza and you were probably very hungry and you're ugh, that's what I was thinking I don't know why I automatically went to that I automatically thought she was like she only had a few like dollars on her 
and that pizza was like the only thing that she could afford at that moment like I've been there too <laughs> so like I felt real bad because I initially was like oh I initially wanted to like laugh out loud but something stopped me and something like literally halted me and I was just like and then all that empathy in regards to maybe that was the only thing that she could afford that hit me am I getting old and soft in my age I don't like that but anyways yeah that was a scene in itself the weather here has been crazy and weird it's been 60 I actually went up to like early 70s at one day and then it just dropped back down to I think we're at 20 do was it 23 degrees let me double check oh it doesn't even show on here but last time I checked a couple of hours ago it was like 23 degrees I'm like what the fuck <laughs> there was a moment where you know how well when it hits 50 degrees here white people just be like oh I gotta I can break out the shorts and the short sleeves I don't know they're a different type of breed of people but anywho child when it hit 70 I had to work I was indoors all day so it sucked but child when it hit 70 that day sheesh all I saw was pasty white legs walking up and down the street from my job window I was like oof y'all don't know how to act and it's probably a combination of things it's a combination of the fact that we've been cooped up a little bit um last summer was a wash Adams is trying to get us out of these masks the mask mandate is not something that is being hold up well it's been it's been dropped from restaurants and stuff like that so you know people is out here out here oof child but anyways yeah um this weather has been weird but speaking of weird and I haven't looked into this story too much because I'm trying to really not give a shit because I don't give a shit Loki this um I'm sure you've all been following that Jesse Smollaw a story where he's basically um going crazy a little bit he was sentenced to what 180 days in jail five years probation I think he has to pay some type of money or something like that I don't know about the money but he has to take like, like weird outbursts in court talking about you know putting his fist up talk about he's not suicidal um listen he might be a little cuckoo in the head um I think he did that suicidal thing because of history unfortunately hopefully it doesn't repeat itself and then you have someone who happens to be of the African-American persuasion who accidentally died while in holding or in custody or stuff like that so that's why I think he did it but what he fails to realize is no one gives a shit uh his story when it first came out we were all just like shocked that it happened and then the freaking bricks were falling piece by piece in his you know his little his little house of lies and then we started to not give a shit and a lot of people were like listen you did this shit and you made up this whole story 
and now you're making us all look bad and I hate that we all have to be lonesome you're making us look bad when it, when it comes to black people or people of color in general but black people specifically because we get it we get the short, short end of the stick when it comes to that when one person does it it's like oh great now we all have to suffer the consequences because it's that one bad apple idea that a lot of racist and prejudiced white people have like I mean that's why most of them think we're thugs because they watched what boys in the hood once and now they think we're all on some goon type shit but regardless a lot of people were feeling like great we stood behind you in regards to this now you're gonna play us over some I don't even know why he did it I think he just wanted to be and I get this vibe from him he wants to be this this savior he was a he was the best of the worst let's put it that way with the exception of Taraji on Empire and you know in regards to all the kids on the show like the people who play kids he was the best actor amongst the brothers so he was already getting accolades there he had his little what do you call it record deal i forgot with what company i don't know if it was interscope or whatever he was singing on the show which i wasn't a huge fan of his singing but I'm not gonna deny that he had a little voice on him. He had a lot going. And then I don't know why he just fumbled that. And I feel like it's one of those things where you're an actor or you're doing what you're doing, right? You're in the entertainment industry in some way, shape, or form. And you're getting noticed, but you want more like you're addicted to the fame and the notoriety and you just want to be known for something and I think he wanted to just be known as some type of I don't want to say activist because that's not the right word I'm looking for um he wanted to be known as a black person that went through an adversity in regards to racism and he wanted to be like the I guess I don't want to say the voice but the oh the freaking word escapes me but he wanted to be that guy he wanted to be the guy that was going to be like the the statue for LGBTQ violence and um, racism. He wanted to be like the spokesperson, I think is the word I'm looking for. He wanted to be the spokesperson in regards to that. He wanted to be the face of that adversity. And it's just like, ugh. Like, did you not get hugged with that person, child? I know you got a lot of brothers and sisters. Shout out to Journey, who's probably tiptoeing around right now trying to avoid any type of media outlets which kind of sucks because she's a great actress and who's to say that she didn't have any like actor or actress um, roles and spots that she wanted to promote she can't really do that right now because her brother's acting a plum fool and you know they're gonna ask about that unless she has a particular clause 
that specifically says do not ask me about my rat-headed brother and his shenanigans um hopefully she does but yeah he just wants to be a spokesperson for racial injustice lgbtq rights and all that so bad and that court outburst was just one additional reason to think that he wants to be that guy he wants a moment he wants to be up there with denzel and apparently he's really um a big fan of the late sydney poitier and he wants that you know he wants that i guess following but sis and i don't mean that in a derogatory way i'm just calling everyone sis you haven't paid your dues yet you were a child star along with all your brothers and sisters i don't i don't know if you remember that show where all him and his brothers and sisters were living in a house and older siblings took the reins of parents because their parents died in a car crash but all his siblings were actors at some point so what i don't understand is if you have all that going on for you and you started off really young acting i don't know what he was doing in between that and empire even though you've been acting for a while you still have to be on some you haven't all we know from you from is empire so throw a couple of other things under your belt a couple of you know new projects new things like that under your belt and then you know we'll know who you are and then maybe you can be on your denzel maybe that's a real big huge maybe denzel has so many acting credits it's ridiculous so i don't know why he was trying to make it a moment in that courthouse putting up the black power fist just doing a whole bunch of stunts and shows just to get a moment just to be that guy he's not you're not gonna be that guy okay and now you're suffering from it and your career is literal toast no butter no jam sorry to this man i don't know what to say uh keeping in with i guess pop culture um where did i put that thing where did i put it where did i put it oh oh so kanye is on his bullshit ranting about how north um he doesn't want north on tiktok i kind of agree with that she's only eight what is she doing on tiktok um but in more stupid news kim got a lot of flack for her comment about entrepreneurship and how women just need to get up off their ass and fucking work hard and like sis you didn't even work hard in that sex tape so i don't know what you're talking about first and foremost second of all you were born into um a world of richness you probably had the smallest mansion on your block and you felt a certain type of way about it but your dad was a famed lawyer he was making that money he was making that money from the celebrities and you you and your siblings ultimately benefited from that y'all weren't living like me you weren't living like in projects you weren't living in the hood 
So you already had that leg up. You and your um, your parents, I should say, they knew celebrities because of what your dad did. So you had that leg up. You were a personal assistant to um, a few celebrities like Paris Hilton and stuff like that because of who your father was. You had that leg in. It's called nepotism. Spread the word. You were able to market yourself. I don't know how true this is, but you were able to market that tape and make an obscene amount of money and notoriety off of it because your, I guess, mentor Paris Hilton did the same thing and she got a lot of fame and some fortune from it and you pretty much did a very similar uh video i don't know i've never seen either one of those videos no thank you and <laughs> for lack of a better term you were you carried this family on your back because you were on your back and the funny thing is ray j did not get a lot of <laughs> notoriety but like that that's to be expected think about it this way if you've ever seen an adult film or a porn movie as the kids say nine times out of ten porn is not for women it's for men so obviously if she released a sex tape he wouldn't have gotten famous because name one famous male porn star you won't remember because you don't people don't watch porn for the men they watch it for the women because the majority are men that are watching it so obviously she got famous off that she can sit up here and be on her high horse all she wants truth of the matter is she had a leg up she was exposed to celebrities at a young age she literally lost her virginity to one of the jacksons like the little like Michael Jackson's nephew so sis you were born into this already elite life and you literally got famous off a sex tape I'm gonna need you to not I I mean yes you parlayed that very well but at the end of the day you can't sit here and tell somebody who unfortunately was born in let's say Brownsville who went to a school that didn't have any adequate learning supplies nor did they have teachers that even showed up to teach them and a school that was rated so low in their district that they didn't have a chance to blossom and bloom you might be the smartest kid but if you don't have the tools to nurture that intel- intelligence what's going to happen it's going to squander it's going to it's going to die so you can't sit here and tell someone that didn't have that many opportunities to flourish that they need to get up off their ass and work hard because guess what they can work as hard as they want and they can probably pull themselves from their bootstraps and get out of their situation but 
you didn't and <laughs> you probably work hard now because you have so many businesses but you weren't working hard when you were a teenager when you were a kid and like i said before you didn't even work hard in that video so let's not pontificate shall we sis so stay in your lane stay in your lane um in addition to that oh what is this popping up on my my screen gross 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 anyways in addition to that this whole cancel not cancel culture what is it called hustle culture is just it's problematic because you can work as hard as you want and it's probably you still might not be able to make your head above water for many reasons maybe you live in a city that's like new york that's trying to get your pockets just for breathing um even though you're working really hard and have three or four jobs this hourly that a lot of people are getting is not cutting it so they have to get two or three jobs so getting all these jobs and hustling is only keeping them afloat it's not keeping them it's not making them rich so what the hell are y'all talking about i don't know lot of bullshit out here <laughs> a lot of pontificating kim you could have left that in drafts i don't care if someone asked you a particular question you should have just shut up just be quiet but anyway, yeah that's pretty much <laughs> the majority of the things i had to talk about here um i'll probably post a something else in addition to this if another topic or anything like that pops up i'll just make it a new segment but that's pretty much what's been going on here um feel free to check out the previously posted podcast if you want to um feel free to check next week for some more nonsensical ramblings and yeah hopefully you guys have a great week And I will talk to you soon. Bye. Now, I just want to say I'm reading this in real time. I'm not pre-reading it, or I should say I didn't pre-read it before I actually posted this podcast. It just popped on my Facebook look interesting i have thoughts i have questions but i did not read the article yet i'm reading it now along with y'all listening to me read it so the title of the article is man swipes right on a surprise baby when his tinder date went into labor and this is on this is why i'm single.com it's a trending story apparently i don't even know when this was when was this posted anyway i find it interesting i'm just going to talk about it anyways okay as far as memorable dates go the couple below might take the cake the story shared on tiktok by a woman named Alyssa described how her fourth date with a tinder match named max took an unexpected turn that ended with both of them at the hospital 
The reason they ended up at the hospital is equally surprising because of the circumstances. Max and Alyssa had only known each other for about eight weeks when they planned and arranged their fourth date. He knew he, she was an expecting mother, it's apparently. I mean, how could you not? She's probably wobbling up in the Applebee's where they met. But anyways, um, Alyssa met Max on Tinder and he carried out a semi-distant flirtationship and went on a handful of dates for a couple of months. Max knew that she was expecting... What? Max knew that she was an expecting single mother, excuse me. The two had arranged for Alyssa to pick up Max at the airport and they would head out on a date night. But they didn't make it that far. Before heading to the airport, Alyssa's water broke and she found herself texting Max to explain he'd need to find a different ride. When Max's plane landed, he got the news, he headed home, unpacked his bag, and messaged Alyssa that he wanted to come to see her at the hospital. She admits that she was alone at the hospital and torn about whether Max should come. She wanted Max to come join her at the hospital, but was worried because they didn't know each other very well. In the clip, Alyssa recalled thinking, what if we break up in a week's time? Despite their families not knowing about one another, okay, I thought I skipped the part. Anyway, despite their families not knowing about one another and the couple's new relationship status, Max rushed to the hospital for the delivery slash weirdest date ever. At the time, Alyssa said her state of mind was terrified of becoming a mom. Thanks to Max, she didn't go through the delivery on her own. When he arrived at the maternity unit, the doctors and nurses assumed he was the baby's father and that he was supposed to be there. Alyssa explained that Max didn't protest anything when the staff did call him dad. He just went along with it. She admitted that he ended up being the number one support through the, her delivery of a healthy baby boy named Ollie. I love that name. As the video came to an end, Alyssa added that when she was eventually allowed to take her newborn son home from the hospital, Max even took the week off of work so that he could be there for her. She says they're still together and doing well. Okay, so previously, before I read the article, I read the headline and thought, what the fuck is someone doing, even thinking about dating while pregnant? But not only that, Tinder, sheesh, better off with Match.com. But this took a very pleasant and happy surprise ending. First and foremost, um, I know a lot of people, at least people in the comments of this, were saying, oh, well, you're, you're a mom, you're pregnant, that's the last thing you should be thinking about. And that's what I thought too. No shade. I thought the exact same thing. I'm, thought, I'm thinking, sis, you have a whole human in your gut. Why the hell you care about dating? And this is, um, that was my default. And then people in the comments were like, well, if she, not she, if the man involved, the actual father of the child can do what he wants, why can't she? and the burden of responsibility and all that jazz is always put on the woman and I thought yeah but I'm uh, she's still like pregnant she's still she should be focusing on being a good mom as opposed to being in a well, excuse me a relationship 
and then I read this article and I'm like damn this really tells at your heartstrings this is a low-key lifetime movie if you think about it actually lifetime needs to reach out to Alyssa because this is totally actually no didn't JLo have a movie like this JLo had a movie uh, don't even ask me the title of the movie it's a JLo movie of course I don't know what the fuck the title is but there was something similar that she did along these lines it's very similar um plot story um in one of her movies but anyways it actually ended up tugging at your heartstrings because at the end of the day somebody like say this is their first date right and I don't know if she disclosed within her tinder profile or whatever that she was pregnant but if she didn't they meet on a first date and she kind of just waddles herself in there in the Applebee's on the first date and he's like what the fuck bro dude I met this girl on tinder she's pregnant bro what she didn't tell you no bro it's gross pregnancy ew 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 I'm assuming that's how most people men on tinder talk but you know what I'm saying I'm assuming that they already had this conversation and that he already was aware while speaking via tinder on or on tinder that she was um pregnant so i thought it was actually very sweet what really like messed me up was that they said she was alone in the hospital that has to be like the most heartbreaking thing ever imagine being a pregnant mom you're trying to be all excited about your baby and you have no one in your life to to enjoy it with that's not my worst fear but it is a fear that shit is bringing a a tear to my heart a tear to my heart a tear to my eye it's tugging at my thug heartstrings that's messed up like not anyone not mom not cousins not like uncles or anything like that imagine going through all that alone that's messed up but it's really sweet that he actually stayed with her throughout the whole ordeal and then took off a week from work to actually stay with her and the baby for her to get acclimated to you know new mommyhood that was actually really sweet um that just goes to show you like listen i'm sure she put all the cards on the table on tinder so there wouldn't be like a surprise situation but that goes to show you like when people like you especially when i'm speaking as a woman in regards to men if a man likes you wants to be with you he will show it bruh it's not all this oh he's playing hard to get oh he doesn't know what he wants he knows what he wants and it's not you um he might be entertaining himself and you because he's bored you've made yourself available and why the hell not but like with people in general if they show you who they are believe them but in particular in regards to men in relationship if he doesn't show you anything or the very bare minimum he ain't with it like if he ain't giving you 100 why would you expect anything else than 100 percent? i forgot the quote but um divorce court with judge lynn toller um i love her by the way uh it's not on anymore you could probably catch it in syndication 
but she said something along the lines of you can control what was it oh i'm so bad with quotes oh it was something along the lines of you can't control how many times someone disrespect you but you can control how many times you allow it that is not verbatim but it was along those lines so i don't understand really why anyone men or women but you know it's women's history month so let's let's just keep it for the women um i don't know why women sacrifice so much of themselves and also just kind of take the bare minimum and accept it accepting peanuts and scraps when they should be getting freaking whole buffets i mean this guy he i don't know if he lived there or he was just flying out because he was meeting up with Alyssa, but he he didn't have to do any of this he could have been like, this is ridiculous. I'm not doing any of this. Shorty's pregnant. It's not my child, blah, blah, blah. But like he showed up and showed out. And it's really nice that he actually did it in a moment of, I don't want to say weakness. That's not the appropriate word I'm looking for. But he, a vulnerability. Yes. At a moment of vulnerability, he saw that she needed someone and he was there. That was actually really, really nice of him. So I really hope it works out for the all three of them, including Ollie, the little baby. Um, for mostly his sick because he probably needs some type of male father figure. I don't know what homeboy the sperm donor is doing right now, but also for her sake, you know, obviously she was in a position where she, especially when you're pregnant, you want to feel loved and supported and all that other stuff. That's the reason why she, she was probably on Tinder. Luckily, she didn't meet a weirdo that like wanted to murder her and steal her baby thank god then get something to eat anywho um luckily she met someone who actually wasn't a weirdo psychopath and tried to make you know a motorcycle jacket out of her skin and take her baby and raise it to be like the next hitler that would be awful. She met someone cool. She met someone nice. She met someone sweet. And hopefully it works out for all three of them because that would be such a cool story to tell little Ollie. I just like saying Ollie like that. Um, but hopefully it works out because he can tell mom and dad can tell the story about how they met and how unconventional and very 21st century it was. But yeah, shout out to Alyssa and Ollie. And who was the guy's name? Ooh, let me scroll back. Max. So Alyssa, Ollie, and Max. Hopefully it all works out for all three of them. That concludes this week's episode of Noir and Nope. Feel free to check me out next week where we talk about more random news, entertainment, and just general interest stuff for your pleasure. Until next week, guys, take care of yourself and others. Bye.